Welcome to the English for Change podcast, a place for you if you are an ambitious English learner and you want to build a confident voice in English so you can make positive change for yourself and the world. My name is Ruth Whittle and I am an English language teacher. Join me here each week as we explore ways you can improve your English and your life and use your voice in English to speak about important global issues. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me today where we're going to look at how to overcome fear when speaking English. This is a huge topic and I know it affects a lot of you that you feel blocked when you speak English, that you don't dare speak English in high stake situations like giving presentations, like contributing in meetings, asking questions. So today I'm going to share with you some tips and how you can improve your English, how you can communicate with more confidence and less fear, and also how you can use that newfound confidence to help make an impact in the world. So firstly, let's begin at the beginning. And I wanted to share with you a diagnosis that I think you will relate to. So perhaps some of you have heard of this term, but I know a lot of you haven't. I'm going to tell you it now. So this term is imposter syndrome. So do you suffer from this? Because I know I have done and finding a label, finding a name for this has been really enlightening for me, really useful. So imposter syndrome is when you are in a situation and you feel a bit of a fraud, you feel like you don't really belong, that you're, um, that you're not good enough to be there. And I think non-native English speakers, a lot of them suffer from imposter syndrome because you may be in a meeting with international colleagues speaking in English um, and you may feel that you are an imposter, that you don't belong in this situation because you don't speak English as a first language. So there is a lot of advice out there about overcoming imposter syndrome, but we can also say that it comes from a lack of confidence um, you know, for any of you European speakers out there or even Latin speakers, confidence comes from the Latin confidere and it means to have trust. So whether that is trust in your own abilities or trust that you will be accepted by other people. So having that self-confidence is so important. Uh, when we are trying to overcome our fear of speaking in English. And I'd like to begin at the beginning, or before we get to go on and, and get to speak in public, the things that you can do now to prepare you for your next situation. So first of all, let's be really honest with ourselves here. How do you think about speaking in English at the moment? Do you visualize a situation where you are speaking confidently, where you are doing really well, you're able to express your thoughts and ideas in English 
and everything goes like perfectly. Well, I think maybe you may be thinking or visualizing a more negative situation. Um, that you are thinking that it's not going to go well, that you'll freeze and you won't know what to say, um, that it will all come out wrong and you won't be able to exactly articulate what you've said. So in preparation, it all starts with having positive thoughts and having and doing a positive visualization of these situations. And this is something that I think is just as important as learning some new vocabulary. I think it's even more important. It's something that I work with with my clients. Being able to practice and um, to simulate a situation uh, before going into it. So practicing and role playing these kinds of situations, whether it's making a presentation, participating in a meeting, speaking in public, uh, making a speech. Obviously, yeah, have doing practice and feeling and thinking of yourself in that situation before you go into it in a positive way is going to help you a lot. So that's the first thing I would say about preparation. The second thing I will say, and I'm going to put this in the notes, but there is a really good TED Talk. It's a very popular one by Amy Cuddy. Um, I think she is from the School of Psychology in Harvard and she spoke about imposter syndrome in her TED talk and she also spoke about how you could overcome stress and you could overcome that feeling, that fearful feeling before you speak, before you present your ideas by taking this physical uh, pose, this superman, superwoman pose with your hands on your hips your legs apart, and that this can immediately reduce your stress, reduce those cortisol hormones um, that you feel in your body and that will make you feel... I mean, just even doing it, it's, it's already a very open, confident pose. So it looks good. It looks uh, like you are confident and it also gives you confidence. So doing that kind of pose, they, they advise doing this in a bathroom or in a private place before you go on to a meeting, that will help you at least relax and it will also make you look confident. So why not try it? So yeah, I would definitely recommend checking out that TED Talk for you to prepare. And now we go into the actual situation. So what do you do when you're there, when you're just about to go on? And I know there are lots of thoughts going around in your head. Well, maybe I can give you a quick story of mine, actually. So I was in a um, big meeting of other English teachers. Um, we were asked to come together to contribute ideas to the new um, rebranding of our school, of our language school. So there was about 20 of us. In, a, in an all-day meeting, this was in Paris a few years back, and I'll never forget how, how shy I felt, how much of an imposter, and I think the whole day I spent overthinking, being really anxious, and uh, as you know, I am a native English speaker. A lot of these people actually in the meeting were non-native English speakers, but they were speaking in English. And I remember thinking how articulate they were, how they presented their ideas so well, and then just completely comparing them to 
to me. Um, I hadn't said a word yet. Actually, I didn't say a word all day in that meeting. I didn't contribute anything. I just felt it was much more comfortable for me to sit back, listen to others and think that, yeah, they're better than me. I, I don't really um, deserve to be here or I don't really have much to contribute. They've said it much better than I have. I wonder if that sounds familiar to you. <laughs> well, um, at some kind of, I don't know, some kind of networking game that we had to do, one of the women had to describe me to the rest of the team. And she said, well, this person, she hasn't said anything all day. And I just felt so, so embarrassed. So that this woman, all she had to say about me was that I had said nothing all day, that I hadn't spoken in the meeting. Um, and so I'll never forget that, that moment and that time. Yeah, I felt embarrassed and disappointed in myself that I hadn't spoken up. Also, I mean, maybe it's not the point, but I was a native English speaker and I was looking at non-native English speakers who I felt were more articulate and were great at expressing their views. And I mean, just as well to give you a little bit of a um, you know, way to rethink this, it's just because you're not speaking English as your first language, it doesn't mean that everybody and the native speakers think that they are better than you or think that they can express themselves better because I will tell you that everyone is um, in some ways I mean you know some people seem really confident but there are many who are you know a little bit anxious about speaking and also people are very focused on themselves they are not thinking about you so say a word wrong or whatever. For me, it's about the content as well. It's about the content of what you're saying. It doesn't matter if you mess up. It doesn't matter, again, yeah, if you make a gra grammar mistake. I think the point is that you participate, that you, you, you participate in this meeting uh, or whatever you're, you're doing to speak up. And so getting back to, to the tips that I had said, yeah, I just wanted to share that story. I thought it would be, you know, I thought you would you would relate or you would find that helpful but basically uh, what I think you need to do and I mean these are very cliche things to say but feel the fear and do, do it anyway I don't know where that comes from from but we, we say this a lot feel the fear and do it anyway you know there's this kind of fear that we all have it's it's a biological um, thing that we have you know is it when we have that fear and that stress, do we fight it or do we flight? Fight or flight? Do we flee away from it? Do we run away? So yes, I want you to to face it, not to run away from your from your fear and to face what you want to to do, what is causing that fear because only by facing it will you be able to get through it and to prove to yourself that you can do it. So I'm talking here from experience, so I really, really know what this feels like, but please stop overthinking. And I think when you're speaking in a second language, it can be even more challenging. You know, you're overthinking, you're really thinking what you need, what you want to say. And you're probably also, in some ways, maybe translating from your other language. So you're, you're thinking, you're double thinking. <laughs> so stop thinking altogether. No. 
I, I don't mean that, but stop overthinking and thinking in your second language as well, translating. There is a rule, and this is not my invention, but I have been um, reading some of Mel Robbins' content. This is, she's a um, personal development, uh, one of the highest paid speakers, female speakers in the world, Mel Robbins. She has um, a rule that she calls the five second rule. It's extremely simple, but very effective from the people that she worked with and, and yeah, her audience, they have really uh, vouch for this and I have tried it recently as well even waking up even getting out of bed <laughs> I've done this five second rule and it has, has really worked it's been successful so what is the five second rule the five second rule is basically counting five four three two one counting down from five and just doing it just do it just like uh, a popular sports brand says um, their their slogan just do it uh, yeah, very, very simple, but it's a great rule to stop that overthinking, really. So counting down from five and just doing it, just speaking. Um, and something I heard today, and I, I really wanted to check this, uh, where the scientific basis was, but I was listening to a podcast about voice and about using your voice, uh, from a voice coach. And he said that you know, you have all this fear before you start to speak. But w once you start to speak, that fear, the vast majority of it, like 95% of the fear goes away uh, once you start speaking. And, you know, speaking isn't just about ideas. It's also a very physical thing. You know, you're using your voice. You're using, yeah, that instrument that you have, your voice to um to deliver a message through words but not just through words also through your body through your tone of voice and maybe you've heard of this before it's quite a common uh thing to that we we, we know about that we're aware but seven percent of communication is words 93 percent is how we deliver our message so thinking about speaking in English, not about speaking, but more think about communicating, communicating your message. And that is everything. It's not just the words you say, it's how you deliver, how you communicate. And as well, I mean, I know it's hard to say when you do feel afraid, but, if, but also when you deliver the message, you want to be confident, you want to be relaxed, and you don't want to... Um, deliver the message in a stressed or scared way so it is important to um, yeah to to get away from the fear of speaking and, and come to accept you know that communicating is something that you can do if you trust in yourself if you feel confident in yourself and of course yes confidence is it takes time of course and you can fake it till you make it. <laughs> it's a very American expression, fake confidence until you actually feel it. And I think what I was saying um, back before about the Amy Cuddy talking about superman, superwoman poses is a good way to uh, fake confidence with your body language. You may not completely feel confident, but with your body language, you can kind of show it. 
So I think that's another good tip as well. So I think there I have covered all of the things I've given you really. This is the first part of, of the podcast. Every every episode is going to be like this, where I'm going to tell give you a way that you can improve your English. Um, you can improve your English and your life. So these are practical ways that you can overcome fear. So before I go on to the next section, showing you how you can use your voice in English to make a difference, make change in the world, I want to share with you a few phrases that can help you to begin an important discussion, an important presentation or contribution uh, in English. So these phrases are extremely simple, but what I think the purpose of having a few of these phrases in your back pocket, having these phrases in you know the back of your mind that you've kind of learned, that you've rehearsed, that you've practiced, is that it gives you some time to begin. It gives you some time to warm up as you begin to speak, and it's all. It also makes it very clear to your audience that you are speaking. And I think it's important to deliver these phrases in a very liberate, confident, and slow way—not too quick—that you stress certain words so that you really, you know, show your authority and show confidence. So these three ones, and I'll, I'll list them in the in the notes in the podcast show notes. Um, so the first one is: so I'd like to begin by saying that. So I've given you here the kind of tone of voice that I would use. So I'd like to begin by saying that I really enjoyed this podcast by uh, from English for Change, and da, da, da. so that that's it really. It's it's a good way to to begin. So that's the first phrase. The next one is when you're perhaps contributing in a meeting or you've attended a talk, you want to um, ask a question. Well, I actually have a question I'd like to ask. Yeah, so there you go. So the well, well, comma. So you pause a little bit after well. It's it's your way in. It's the way you begin, and you begin confidently and strongly. You've practiced these before. So then, and then you can just give a very direct, simple question again in English. And this is definitely um something that I'm going to cover in another episode. In general, English is quite simple, quite direct, especially compared to some other languages. What I what I probably know most are um, other European languages like Italian, Spanish, and French. You tend to have more complex uh, way of expressing yourself. That's just the way you learn. Uh, but then you try to translate it into English, and it doesn't work. So try to just keep it really simple. Simple is good. It's it's going to be clear. It's going to get your message across. So um so you can start here and say, well, I actually have a question I'd like to ask. Do you have a podcast? Whatever you know. So that's that's your way in to ask a question. And the third phrase is, and let's get started with the presentation. So that's the start of your presentation, for example. And then you get up there and you you start your first slide. So just to review, um, the three phrases I gave are: so I'd like to begin by saying that second one. 
Well, I actually have a question I'd like to ask. And third one. And let's get started with the presentation. Okay. So going on now where I want to, it's the second part of the podcast episode where I want to show and, and share something of how you can use this feeling of fear that you have speaking English um, to, to make a difference, to make an impact. Uh, how you can use your voice in English to make change in the world. So I'm going to give you an example of what I've seen lately. I am on LinkedIn quite a bit um, and in my network I have noticed and I find this extremely inspiring really. Uh, I see young graduates who are sharing the rejection story. So these graduates are searching for, for work, searching for opportunities, career opportunities and they po they have share posts where they are sharing about their rejection letter or their interview where they did not where they were not successful uh if i had seen that a few years ago when i was in the in the midst of searching for work i would have it would have made me feel much less alone uh i do remember feeling so so alone and probably a bit of a failure as well when I was looking for work a few years ago. And so I think, you know, sharing that kind of fear, I mean, it's not linked exactly to that fear of speaking English, but it is that kind of negativity and failure, um, not failure, but rejection. Like it's it's not, you're, you're not just sharing the success, but you're also sharing the setbacks, the challenges that you have to, overcome so I think that's really inspiring and you don't know who you can help by sharing that kind of um, message so you know these are just you, they, they feel or they seem small but I think the more we can be open the more we can have more open dialogue and conversation about these kinds of things the better and I think it will help to connect us more and make us feel less alone and, um, you know, as well, another point that I just wanted to say before kind of finishing is that people who, what I want to say is that often minorities and people from different social backgrounds and also non-native English speakers, they may not feel that they belong in certain, uh, like as much, they may not feel that they belong as much in certain environments, for example, getting into certain universities, um, getting certain jobs because they feel lesser than or they have been made to feel lesser than in society because you have the white, male, privileged, uh, native English speaker, all of these kinds of privileges that are celebrated in society. So when you can use your voice, um, whether you are a woman, a minority, whether you are a non-native English speaker, to talk about challenges, to talk about um, yeah, challenges and struggles and fears that you have, either looking for work or using your voice in English, it will inspire other people. So I think that is just what I would say for, for this episode 
and it is a very human thing as well and the more we can share it with one another the better I think it will make us feel less alone um again coming back to what I was saying about imposter syndrome I'd love to know as well is this a new term that you've heard for the first time or have you heard it before because I remember when I first learned about it I it just was like a light bulb for me I felt just instantly better about about you know what I had kind of suffered for so long never feeling um good enough in in certain environments so uh there we go that is the podcast for uh this episode or this week and uh yeah we've talked about a lot of things we've talked about getting over fear preparing uh, visualizing a better outcome and um, believing that you can do it that you can deliver and speak uh, successfully you can articulate your thoughts that you can use ways to show confidence through different poses like the superman pose um, that you can feel the fear and do it anyway that you can use a five second rule and just um, just do it without overthinking, without thinking too much in your in your other language, and that you know fear is can go away once you speak, and that it's not just speaking; it's communication as well. And of course, then using your voice in English to inspire others, so that others feel less alone. That you can share the challenges that you face as a non-native English speaker, as someone searching for work as feeling that maybe you aren't always so um, welcome in certain environments, it will help others that are just like you. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode and see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of English for Change. If you enjoyed this, I would love it if you could leave a review or recommend the show to a friend. See you next time.